This is the God Kingdom Philosophy Podcast with creator and master teacher, Mr. Cornell Gregory. And now for today's prayer and meditation brought to you by Mr. Cornell Gregory.
restoration back to God's original plan. I totally believe that the finished work of the Christ was not only to die for us, to send us to heaven as religious leaders has taught us, but to place us directly back into the position that the first Adam, male and female, fell from. As the first Adam was commissioned to have dominion, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth, also to have communion with God, the role of the priest. I believe the finished work of Christ puts us back in our rightful place. To be kings have dominion over the earth, and priests having daily fellowship, making sacrifices, and carrying the presence of God with us and in us. I have spent some time explaining the difference between the God Kingdom and joining a religious group. The God Kingdom is who you are, and not something you can join or a cool title. I believe Jesus taught a parable that puts this entire book into perspective. The parable is found in the book of Luke 15 11-24. I admonish you to go read the parable, but I will simply paraphrase it for you. There is a father with two sons. The younger son decided to ask for his inheritance and leave home. The story goes on to say after he wasted all of his inheritance, he desired to return home, asking for his father's forgiveness and to simply become a servant in his father's house. The father would have no such thing. At the sight of his son returning home, the father gave him a celebration, gave him a beautiful robe, and put a ring on his finger representing his sonship. So in short, the difference between returning to the family of God, opposed to joining a religion, is that the father sees you as a son returning home, while religion sees you as a servant being lucky, that the father would even care enough to let you in the house. You are not a sinner saved by grace. You are not a slave or a servant of any person or school of thought. You are God's greatest creation. You are God's children of the Most High. Be the light of the world. About the author. I am the creator and master teacher of the God Kingdom philosophy. The GKP is not a new religion. It's simply a study on the Most High's greatest creation, you. I am not opposed to any other religions, organizations, or worldview. And I do not disrespect sincere people who desire truth and the meaning of life, but my honest belief is that, the very elect has been deceived. God has no religion. I believe that religion has failed to answer the most important questions presented by life. Questions like what is the meaning of life? Who am I? What is time? What is right and wrong? What happens after death? Does God exist? Why is evil in the world? What is destiny and free will? What is philosophy? I also spent much of my life puzzled by these same questions. The GKP answers all of these questions. My hope is that we can all grow in understanding, in love, and in peace, as we walk together in discovering the true purpose in which we were created. Have a peaceful journey. The end of religion and the birth of the God Kingdom philosophy. I think we may have missed the point of the Bible. The Bible is not about Jesus. The Bible is about the sons of God, the gods of the earth, the only species that has been made in the image of the Father, mankind. Let us make man, in our image. My kids look like both mother and father, the us is both spirit and earth. Unless a man be born of both water and the spirit, he can't see or understand the kingdom of God or as I like to put it, the God kingdom. As the lion is of the animal kingdom, Mankind was born of the God Kingdom. 
Now God created the first Adam, male, female, and gave them the earth, told them to take dominion, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. Mankind became lost. Adam, where are thou? So the second Adam came to seek and to save that which was lost. The lost kingdom was lost. Psalms 82. 5. Says all the foundations is out of order, because of the gods of the earth were dying like man. Christ said, On this rock, shall the church be built, the revelation of the sons of God, firstborn of many brothers. Scripture says all of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. If Christ's second Adam was the light of the world, that means the first Adam was also the light. So the question is, how did the world become dark? I believe we are created to provide spirit light to the world, as the sun and the moon provide its natural light. Understand who we are and that we should be one with the Father, light, as Christ was one with the Father, then and only then can we light up a dark world. Who am I? This is an age-old question, which has been raised over thousands of years. Civilization after civilization has pondered this question over time, but I have yet to receive an adequate answer. Some say we are just here by accident, while others claim that we are merely offsprings of the ape. Others believe we were created by aliens, to be enslaved by them. Another school of thought says that we were created by God, to sing and praise all the days of our lives, to worship Jesus, as he rules over us as king. We look around the universe, and we see order, beings created to fulfill a purpose, yet mankind has never understood their purpose for creation. I am a firm believer, that to find a clear purpose for anything, we first must go to the creator of that thing, and ask what his purpose for what was created was. What vision did you have when you created it? What purpose should it fulfill? We think about the chair and its created purpose. The purpose of a chair is clear to us. It's designed to hold a person in the seated position. Now we can stand on the chair and pretend that it's a ladder. We have the freedom to do so, but that is not the intended purpose for the creation of that chair. The chair can't give itself purpose. The purpose was given by the creator of the chair. I have studied lots of religions, philosophies, and worldviews, but none seem to answer those burning questions. The one book that I have found that answers all questions for me was the Holy Scriptures. Not the doctrine that we find in most churches today, but most churches goers don't read it. I have found this book talks more about life and meaning than it does about religious rituals and dogma that if followed correctly, will determine how many blessings or curses you receive. This school of thought often leave us feeling ashamed and unworthy of love because we feel we don't measure up to this unobtainable standard. So I pose the question again, who are we? The Holy Scripture teaches that, as a man, mankind both male and female think, so he is. Scripture also teaches us, without vision, people perish. So the determining factor in our lives does not come from any outside forces. The determining factor for our lives is solely based on two things. One, the vision we have about ourselves, and two, what we think about ourselves. The body is a slave to the mind, our actions are biased on how we see ourselves. A classic example that I like to use in my teaching is, an eagle being raised in a chicken coop. If the eagle hangs around chickens long enough, he will start acting like a chicken. He will start walking like a chicken. He will even eat what the chicken eats. But when he finally catches a vision of other eagles, then and only then will he realize that he is not a chicken. Just because he may have behaved as chickens behave, in his ignorance, does not make him a chicken. Just because we have done things that we are not proud of in our past, or because we have been born in harsh conditions, or been exposed to heartbreaking moments that eats away at the soul, cannot define who we are. The Holy Scripture says, in the beginning, God created heaven, the spirit world, which I will explain at a later time, and earth, the natural world, the physical realm which we can see. Just to fast forward a little, for the sake of this teaching, we will skip down a bit in the genie's story. Then he said, let us make man, in our image, and after our likeness. So the first thing he did when he created mankind was he gave them an identity, a vision of who they are. As the creator of the chair, gave the chair vision and purpose, so did the creator, 
give his creation, image of who they are. He created male and female Adam in his image and likeness. Then he placed the man in a body, and they became a living soul. This is a study that we will tackle at a later time, but for now, let's build on the information at hand. So if God is a spirit light and we are made in his image, what does that make us? In the God Kingdom philosophy, I created a term that I believe explains who we are. We are God's spirits made in the image of the Most High. We are not our bodies, and we are not our minds. We have the power to control them both. We are spiritual beings, who live in a body. I can't ask you right now to raise both of your hands to the sky. The body does what you tell it to. I can also ask you to place an image in your mind of a red car, and then ask you to mentally change the car from red to a black car, and you can do it. So what does this say to us? This lesson tells us that we are not our minds or our bodies. We are God's spirits. So our only example is the God of the universe. The scripture goes on to tell us that he places mankind in charge of the universe. It is mankind that builds civilizations. It is mankind that has developed great architecture and inventions that can benefit all of the creation. It is not animals, and it is not angels or demons. We have been given the power to determine the path for our own lives. We can overcome any obstacle that we face. We can also waste our freedom of choice on evil unproductive things. We can decide to love or hate. The power of creating our world has been placed in our hands. In the hands of the God spirits. It's historically proven that the characters and the writers of the Bible were black people from the eastern part of the world and North Africa. The Apostle Paul, the main writer of the New Testament, was mistaken for an Egyptian because of his dark skin. If Europeans wrote the Bible, why wouldn't they place all its characters in European parts of the world and force everyone to read it? In the early church, the beast killed any and everyone who attempted to read the Bible, both white and black in Europe. Jesus spoke in Matt 24 about what is called the tribulation period where a people claiming his name was going to rule the world, kill millions and force the world to bow to an image. The image of a man. I believe we have been in that period of time since the fall of Rome. I believe our people, he was foreseeing, were the victims of the tribulations period. Being slaves in a land that was not their own. That is all biblical prophecy, you can research it for yourself. But the message of the Bible is of the gods of the earth. How God made Adam mankind, male and female, his seed, gave them the earth, them losing identity, and the second Adam Christ coming to restore the identity of mankind, the gods of the earth, the sons of God, the God King, and God Queens. We are spirit God spirit, made in his image, we have a soul, mind, and we live in a body. The spirit you, is the thinker of your thoughts, the mover of your body. We are gods, we just didn't know it. We were disconnected from light. God has no religion. God never called us to be Christian. No one in scripture has ever called themselves Christian. Matthew 24 says during the tribulation period, people will come in the name of Jesus and kill and force the world to worship an image. Just check the Crusaders movement, colonization period, the Council of Nicaea, etc. We have been in the tribulations period since the fall of Rome and now entering into the kingdom reign. I don't care what your favorite, pastor, prophet, or teacher says, Jesus never came to start another religion. Jesus never came to be worshipped. He was the second Adam. Where we created to worship the first Adam. No, the church is confused. Mankind needs to be located. When Adam sinned, God said, Adam where are you? Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. The true identity of mankind was lost. As the prodigal son was in the hog pen, he started to see himself as a hog. He came to himself. It wasn't until he came home that he was reminded he was a son and not a servant or a hog until we understand that we are sons of God and not servants of Jesus or unclean flesh, hog, we will never manifest the God kingdom. Jesus came to show what a God in the flesh should like. What a God on earth should look like. He was one with the Father, Light, Creator, Most High. So we should be one with Light, as Christ was one with Light. Then and only then, 
Can we light up a dark world? You are gods. He was in a strange land. His father was king that should be kingdom land. Anywhere the kingdom goes, and the land becomes the king's. The earth was given to the children of man. Mankind was told to take dominion, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. The earth is not Satan's, it's yours. Take it, the kingdom of God is forever increasing, it knows no end. You are the kingdom of God. The kingdom is not a place, it's a people. The only being that has been given God's image. As the lion is of the animal kingdom, you are of the God kingdom. This is to the church folks. You are the elder brother in the lost son, prodigal story, please review it. You feel, if you worship and keep the commandments, the father will throw you a party. If I just did this, or that, I will be closer to God. God will love me more, thus give me more blessing. The younger lost brother, gets a party, in order to remind him that he was a son, the father also had to remind the elder brother that he is a son. We don't have to worship and pray, for the glory to come, you are the glory, the image of the father, the carrier of light, carrier of the spirit of God, the ark of the covenant, you are the God kingdom, all is in your hand, God didn't give the world to Satan, he gave it to you, his seed, the gods of the earth. Take dominion, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish a dark world, with light. The spirit is his light, seed. We are the only being that has been giving the image of the Father. Just think of the Holy Spirit as the DNA of the Father. God said, let us make man, us as spirit and earth. As your kids look like both mother and father, so does mankind look like both the Father and earth, mother. We are both spirit and matter. Jesus said we must be born of water and spirit in order to see or understand the kingdom, our true identity. The reason that religion has so much homosexuality, no offense to anyone, is that we have been taught to worship another man. Jesus washed the disciples' feet, to show that they were all brothers. Only a woman washed the feet of Christ. Man can only worship his woman, his Eve, his God-queen as Adam did Eve. The science of it, it's that it's an image of a man. Mankind was made on the sixth day. Six is the number of men. So God said, he created them, male and female in his own image, draw a triangle, at the top, put the number 12 Adam, mankind. Now at the bottom of the triangle 6 male and 6 female. See how both point directly to 12 which is the reflection of the father. Now Satan tricked the world into placing him at the top of the triangle pyramid. Check your dollar, Satan, said he wanted to place his throne, over the hill of the father, north, he placed his eye on top. Revelation said Satan has given all his authority to an image. We have been tricked into placing an image of a man, six, which is not Jesus, at the top of the pyramid. Remove the twelve and place a six at the top. Six, six, six the mark of the beast, worshippers of the beast, has killed millions worldwide since the fall of Rome. That is man worship. Psalms 82, 5-8 they know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness, all the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the prince's angels. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. You are spirit and matter, God and man, heaven and earth. We have been convinced that we are just men, mankind, full of flaws and shortcomings. You are not your past pain, you are God's. The foundations of the earth are out of course because you don't know who you are. The earth was given to the children of men. The gods of the earth, Adam, mankind, sons of God, God kingdom. To take dominion, be fruitful, multiply, replenish it with light. You have the ability to function like the most high, you are God's. Letters to the church. Strange doctrines. The Loss of Black Gold, Locating the Black Man, written by Mr. Cornell Gregory, 
narrated by Thomas Hill. The Loss of Black Gold, Locating the Black Man by Mr. Cornell Gregory. Dedication, preparation for your battle. Your entire life has been preparing you for this moment. This moment and movement will multiply and gain momentum like wildfire. The entire universe has been waiting on you, waiting on you to understand what every angel and demon has always known. At this moment, you come face to face with truth and purpose. This is beyond facts. Facts can change. Fact is, you could be broke right now. You get money an hour later. The fact you had no money changed. Events in the Bible are facts, events that happened and were recorded, then translated into every language. The kingdom is truth, and truth is, can't change. So the truth is, you are God's, ruler of mind and the body. The world is your inheritance. Take it. To the lost treasure buried in the earth, you've been told that you are worthless, Having no real value, good-for-nothing, despicable, inferior, low-grade, useless, fruitless, pointless, trifling, meaningless, a sinner saved by grace, and a dirty, filthy, grimy, unclean rag. But that's a lie. Scripture says the Most High planted a treasure in the earth, and that this treasure was the most expensive, costly, high-priced treasure the universe has ever seen. Jesus spoke of a precious pearl buried in the earth. He teaches parables about a lost coin that must be searched for and located. You are that treasure. The earth is your body, so as the diamonds and other precious stones are buried in the physical earth, the real you, the inward man, the God spirit, the you inside your house, the thinker of your thoughts, the mover of your body, the real you is made of the most precious jewels and stones ever created. This is why Lucifer hated humanity so much. You're the only creation that is more beautiful than he was. God is your father, and the earth is your mother, but you are lost. You don't understand who you are. You are an eagle, which has been convinced that you're a chicken. The Warrior Prayer Most High, we thank you for divine protection, angels of war, and chariots of fire. You prepare our hands for battle, our fists to fight, to protect our family, loved ones, and the innocent with all our might. May your love prevail in all we do as we live our created purpose. We give all praise and honor only to you, our Creator, our Father, our King. Chapter 1, Introduction of the God King Genesis 1 and 26 says, Let us make man mankind in our image and likeness, and let them have dominion. 27. So God created man, mankind in his own image. In the image of God created him, mankind, male and female created them. To build a house, it must be constructed on a solid foundation. If the foundation is not built correctly, the house will break and eventually fall. We can discuss for hours the problems in the world, the problems in society, or even the problems of humanity in general. I believe in solving any problem, we must first inspect the foundation. The black man cannot be defined by the media, our past experiences, or even our parents. We can only be defined by our Creator, as we see in the Book of Beginnings, the created identity and purpose for mankind. We are God's spirits. We live in a body and we have a soul. After studying other religions and worldviews, I find that the message of the Holy Scripture gives us our true foundation, and the house we build is up to us. As we see the man-masculine energy god-king and the female-feminine energy god-king has been given authority over the earth and has been told to be fruitful, multiply, and replenish it, so what happened? How did we find ourselves in the predicament we see in the world today? In my opinion, the world suffers from what I like to call man-worship. We have been taught to put a man-mankind on a pedestal. We find ourselves worshiping celebrities, athletes, politicians, etc. without fully understanding the damage we are doing to our souls. The fact that humankind is the only species that has been given the image of God makes the worship of men false God worship. If a man worships a falling angel, Lucifer the devil, he is simply worshiping a falling angel. Humanity is the gods of the earth. It's mankind that builds civilizations, create laws, and builds infrastructures. It is also mankind that creates poverty, starts wars, and commits evil acts against God's creations. 
If your worldview requires you to worship any man that has been born of a woman, you are guilty of false god worship. You've been deceived into worshiping an image. Jesus said, call no man father. This, of course, is not referring to a person's natural father. But we know as males, it comes a time when we leave our father's house and become the masters of our own homes. The father gives his daughter away to the husband. A man is not created to bow to any other humans but his woman. The god, king, and queen are the highest created species in the universe. Let us explore what I call the three V's of the god king. His vision, his valor, and his vocation. A god king is guided by his vision. Not only vision of himself, but his past and his future. His vision is his north star. It guides him, even when he does not realize it. The Holy Scripture says, with no vision, the people perish. The determining factor in the universe is not the devil, Jesus, or any other guru, sage, master, teacher, prophet, or pastor. The Most High placed the responsibility of your flourishing and or perishing on you and your vision. We visualize through what we call the eye of the soul. This is our imagination, our perception, our dreams. Our vision determines how we think and process information. So if a God King, young or old, has been given a false outlook of himself due to his circumstances or experiences, his life has been sent down the wrong path and his perishing is inevitable. So if he has been told he can't achieve, he is a slave, he is a thug, he is worthless, he is a criminal, he has no value, etc., this becomes his North Star and his path is set towards his own destruction. A God King must understand his valor. You are brave, you are mighty, and you are strong. You carry the image and characteristics of the Most High because your vision of you has been warped by television, society, and past experiences. You have never tapped into your God nature. Remember, you are not your body nor your soul, but you are a God spirit and you are in charge of both soul, mind, and body. Understanding your identity and your strength is the key to you living out created purpose. Your vocation is your work. It's your responsibility and the very reason for your creation. The God King is the seed carrier. As a farmer plants his seed into the earth, he understands that the protection of the ground in which he has placed his seed is paramount. A God King not only provides natural seed, but emotional seed as well. He must understand the importance of his words, seeds, before planting them. The Holy Scriptures say, whatever a man sow, that shall he reap. So if you plant seeds of pain, negativity, and destruction, we will see the fruit results of the seed planted. The most important thing to understand is, as a farmer, we have the ability to uproot bad seeds, till the ground, and plant new seeds. This is the case with our own ground, soul, soil, as well as our own loved ones. Life has sown seeds of pain in our soul, our heart, moments that are etched in our memory and reminds us of past suffering. We must remember that the Most High is our Father and our ultimate example. As He saw the world in chaos, He manifested light and then set order to it. We are in the possession of the power to do the same thing in our life, our bodies, and our world. Chapter 2 The Buried Treasure Within Thousands of people have lost their life in search of buried treasure, spent countless number of hours decoding maps and researching clues in hopes of recovering valuable precious metal, gems, or other valuable objects. What if I told you that the parables regarding the kingdom of God Jesus taught are clues to a buried treasure, not just any buried treasure, but the most precious, costly, pricey, expensive, high-priced, high-end, upscale, priceless, and valuable treasure the universe has ever seen. Even angels had to look at amazement when this treasure was created. Would you believe me? I have always wondered what a spirit looked like. We see examples in scripture of spiritual beings, and one in particular, Lucifer. He was made of precious jewels, and when the light shined on him, he sparkled like diamonds and other precious gems do, as the light of the sun shines on them. So he gets cast out of heaven and stripped of his ability. So when he is seen or recognized, if you will, by someone after he was cast out of heaven, he was met with the question, aren't you the one which weakened the nations? As to say, what happened to you? You don't look that powerful to me. So the father planted his seed into the earth and created the first man, Adam, God King. So as a child looks like both mother and father, we are both spirit and matter, heaven and earth. The physical you is your earth, your body, if you will. So we know what your earth looks like. We can see you. But what does the real you look like? What does the strong man that's inside the house look like? The thinker of the thoughts, the mover of the body, the real you. 
What does that person look like? God is light, and God is spirit. He is the source of all light energy. So as the diamonds and the other precious jewelry are inside the earth, so the spirit you, the God spirit, the strong man, the thinker of the thoughts and mover of the body, the inward man, are made of the most precious jewelry ever created. And when you become one with light, stand in front of the window of your house, you sparkle, shine, and reflect light. Your house is filled with light. Your light shines throughout the universe. You are the solution to a dark world. One of my favorite movies growing up was The Last Dragon. It's funny how we spent the entire movie looking for something which was already on the inside of him. He was looking for the final level, the glow. It's funny how I look at the father's greatest creation, you, wandering your entire life looking for a new master to follow, a guide, a sage, a master, teacher, preacher, prophet, pastor, minister, guru, etc., to define who you are and somehow speak to your father on your behalf. But you have the glow. It's inside you. Psalm 82, verses 5 through 8. They know not, neither will they understand. They will walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I said, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. You are both spirit and matter, God and man, heaven and earth. We have been convinced that we are just men, full of flaws and shortcomings. You are not your past pain. You are God's. The foundations of the earth are out of course because you don't know who you are. The earth was given to the children of men. The gods of the earth, Adam, mankind, sons of God, God kingdom. To take dominion, be fruitful, multiply, replenish it with light. You have the ability to function like the most high. You are gods, but you just don't know it. Only you can light up the dark world. The Old Testament is your north star, guiding you to the son of God, the second Adam, the God kingdom. This visual is seen in the Christmas story, where the wise men went on the journey, guided by the star to see the son of God. The gifts represent their wealth and strength. The son came to seek and to save that which was lost. Who and what was lost? The who is the descendants of the father. Adam, God king, was lost. What was lost? The identity of God's children was lost. Like the eagle that was raised in the chicken coop, he starts to believe that he is a chicken. Mankind is the lost sheep and has been discovered and placed on the shoulders of the second Adam and put back into his rightful place. The foundations of the world were out of place and caused the world to be dark. The foundations of the world were out of place and caused the world to be dark. The government, the kingdom, was placed on the shoulders of the second Adam and restored. The lost has now been found, so rise and take the earth. The light has come to you, and now is the time to set order to the universe. Set order to your own body and to your mind and soul. Take dominion, be fruitful. Multiply and replenish the earth. You are the good Samaritan. You see your brother battered and bruised and broken, but your religious outfit won't allow you to feel for your brother. So you walk to the other side of the road. It's your job to pick up your brother and help him finish his journey. You may have found yourself battered, broken, and bruised along your journey. It doesn't matter what happened to you, but what does matter is that you get up and finish your journey. You must discover light. You must be one with light. You must discover your glow. Then and only then can you light up a dark world. God plus earth equals, who does your child look like? I think it's clear that the male plants his seed into a woman and she brings forth a child. I also believe that it is widely accepted that the body of the child comes from the woman. I think the birthing process is evident and also resembles nature in that if you plant a seed in the ground, whatever seed type it is, it is going to harvest and produce fruit. So it's clear, if I plant an apple seed into the earth, I will reap a tree along with apples. I want to make sure we all are on the same page, so if I plant a fig tree, I will get a fig tree and some fig fruit. So my question, if God plants his seed, DNA, spirit light in the earth, I mean honestly, we see what happens when apple and fig trees are planted to the earth, but ask yourself the question, if God plants his seed into the earth, what do they produce? If two living organisms come together in the reproduction process, duplication, procreation, multiplying, and propagation is the natural result. God said, let us make man, humanity, God kingdom in our image and after our likeness. They should take dominion, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. 
take the newly created species and spread them throughout the earth. I think this is one of the most overlooked passages in Scripture. Historically, I feel we have disregarded, neglected, and just ignored one of the most powerful aspects of the creation story. Chapter 3 Philosophy of the Soul Mark 8 and 36 says, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? This is one of the most misunderstood and one of the most powerful scriptures in the entire Bible. The Bible speaks more about identity and purpose than it does religious activities. This scripture says the human soul is more valuable than the entire world. After years of reading books on the subject of the soul, both religious and secular, I have never found a school of thought that I agree with. So I developed the GKP of the soul, a dedicated teaching on what the soul is, how it functions, and why it is so important to understand its purpose. Mark 3 and 27 says, No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, then he will spoil his house. Jesus often taught in parables, natural stories that explain spiritual truths. This is an example of his methods. For years, the true meaning of this story has been misunderstood, and I will explain. But first, allow me to give you a parable of my own that will provide us with a foundation for the teaching on the soul. This is a visualization exercise. So imagine yourself sitting in your favorite chair inside your home. Now stand up and walk to the door. Open the door and walk outside your house. Turn around and look at the outside of your house and your front lawn. Now walk back in the house, close the door, and sit back in your favorite chair. Okay, the outside of your house is your body, and your lawn represents the world. The inside of your house is your soul, mind. You walking around the house is the real you. We are spirit, God's spirit, made in the image of the Most High God. We have a soul and we have a body. We are both spirit and matter. God is our father and the earth is our mother. So in the parable, Jesus taught the strong man, the human spirit, God's spirit, was bound by Satan. This was after the first Adam, male and female, lost connection in the Garden of Eden. The strong man, the God spirit, seed of the father, the real you, was bound, and evil took over his house, soul, and mind, thus causing humanity to perform evil acts, display evil fruit. So the second Adam, Jesus, came to set free the strong man, the children of the father, and the gods of the earth. There are three aspects of the soul, the eye of the soul, the soil of the field, and the heart make up the trinity of the soul. The eye. The eye is the imagination, perception, vision, and mental pictures of the mind. The eye of the soul allows us to see into the spiritual realm, also lets us time travel into our past, but also into our future. Without vision, the people perish. As a God spirit, just as the Most High, we must understand that we are powerful and have the responsibility to set order to our soul. First, we must turn the light on in our house, our soul. The unity, oneness between soul and the spiritual realm, the Creator, is what the world is missing. If the eye be single, focused, visualizing our true identity, the entire body is filled with light. I can ask you to visualize a red car in your mind. I can ask you to change the red car to a green car, and you can do it. The real you, the God spirit, the thinker of the thoughts must value your vision. As you think, that's what you are. So being one with light is the practice of seeing yourself for who you are. You must see yourself as a child of the Creator. Satan was able to bind the strong man by attacking the vision of humanity. Adam lost vision of himself, so the second Adam came to find, locate the lost gods of the earth, the God kingdom. Picture a large window in the house, which fills the house with sunlight. That window is the window, eye portal to the spirit world. So when Adam lost the light, a large curtain blocked the spirit light from entering the house. The soul was filled with darkness. Jesus came to remove the curtain, thus giving humanity ability to have their house filled with light as in the garden. The veil was torn from bottom to top, symbolizing man's connection or reconnection with the Father above. The soul. The soul always works as soil. Whatever gets planted in the soul, it will grow and give off fruit. As long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. Just like in the natural realm, we don't see the seed that was planted in the soil, but we see its fruit. We know them by their fruit. Fruit represents works, behavior, or conduct. Matthew 13, 25. 
But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the weak and went his way. Jesus said the enemy sowed evil seeds into the soul of mankind, thus teaching humanity evil. But you are God. He who tills his land shall have plenty of bread, meaning that we are responsible for taking care of our soul. Evil experiences, seeds have been planted in all of us. It's not your fault, but you must let the dead bury the dead. Uproot those evil seeds of pain and plant seeds of love, joy, and patience that will give off good fruit. The heart. Out of the heart flows the issues of life. Just as the natural heart pumps blood, life throughout the body, so does the life force, light energy flow from the soul. The soul acts as a portal which links the spirit world and the physical world. So when the heart of man was disconnected from the light, hearts were filled with darkness. Gross darkness covered the earth, and that brings dark actions and behaviors. The Eye of the Soul Symbolism Some of the symbols used may have been discovered thousands of years before me. Whether given to mankind by fallen angels or discovered by mankind is in the same way mankind discovered other spiritual, unseen laws, gravity, the law of lift, physics, etc. But none of their utilizations or definitions used by these schools of thought I agree with. If what you believe points you to the worship of anything or anyone besides the Most High, the creator of these symbols clues left for us to search for him, I believe you are on the wrong path. The God Kingdom philosophy teachings point you to the creator. We get our truth, purpose, and identity from the Father. We are His image and reflection, His glory and light. The Eye of the Soul The Eye of the Soul is the portal window that connects us to the spirit world. It allows the God kingdom to function to conduct transactions operate in both realms, physical and spiritual. We are both spirit and matter. God is our Father and Earth is our Mother. What makes us different from any other spiritual beings, angels, is that we have a soul. We have the ability to manifest our own world. As man thinks, so is he. Without vision, the people perish. Meditation is the way we become one with the most high light. Understanding the message of the Lamb and why the Lamb was needed is very important. Jesus was the second Adam. The first Adam, male and female in the garden, lost their light, connection, identity, and the second Adam came to seek to save that which was lost, humanity, children of the Father, and our identity. In the beginning, the Most High allowed His light to manifest through both natural and spiritual realms. He is spirit. He is light. So as His light was allowed to flow throughout the universe from Himself, so as His seed, we are created with the same power. Through the eye of the soul, mind, imagination, we can focus our soul and allow our true identity to flow through the windows, gate, the eye of our soul, mental vision, to manifest from the spirit world to the physical world. The vision is the seed, and once believed faith, it becomes planted in the soul and will give off fruit, which is works. Once the eye of the soul is single, focused with one, its true self, clear vision of identity, see yourself as a descendant of the Most High, the soul will be filled with spiritual light. The imagination is one and clearly aligned with Most High visions. Then and only then will the light flow through the window and manifest your spirit light in the physical world. Chapter 4 An Allegory of the Soul Man in the Dark House The Man in the dark house. Once upon a time, there was a man who lived in a dark house. He lived in the dark so long, he started to hate the light. He wears a long dark robe with a hood and a mask that covers his face. He never takes it off, even at home where he lived with his four roommates. No one knows his name, so they just call him dark. He is always in the dark. His house has no electricity, so the only available light source is through the extremely large windows, but even they have very large and thick curtains that prevent all light from entering into his house. Legend has it, before his wife died, they never even owned curtains, and when light from the sun filled their house, neighbors said the house had a radiant glow well into the night, even hours after the sun went down. But ever since the day of the funeral, he has never changed his clothes and masked that captured and held all his painful tears. He has never been the same. One of his buddies, which has known him since he was a child, came home with him after the funeral and has never left. For as long as he could remember, cold hardship pain, pain for short, has been his best friend. He and pain have never lived together, but pain has often stayed over his house. He is the one who made it cool to dress up in dark clothes. Every time he came to the house, he had to put the dark robe and hood on 
After the funeral, Payne came to live with him for good. He hadn't seen Payne for years, ever since he met his wife years back. But the moment Payne heard what happened, he immediately came to his house, bringing him his favorite dark robe, and moved in and took over the house to care for his friend. Not only did Payne come to the rescue, but he also brought three of his buddies. It just so happened that all of them had been recently kicked out of the house. Payne's friends were very strange. All of them wore the same kind of robe, as dark as Payne wore, but the buddies were very different. One of the friends just wanted to eat all day and all night. He was addicted to food. He would just eat and eat until he felt better or passed out, whichever came first. The other friend, buddy number two, let's call him, had a similar problem, but instead of food, he would drink himself to sleep. They all would just eat, drink, and cry themselves to sleep or walk the dark house. Friend number three would mainly sleep during the day and stay up all night with his female friends. He always had a new woman over. He really was thought to be a ladies' man, but Dart found out that they were hired for sex. Not sure he was able to afford all the women, seeing that he had no job, but the women just kept coming and going all through the night. Payne oftentimes never stayed at the house very long. He was in and out, but he left all his bags, suitcases, clothes lying all around the house. It's the only reason Dart recalled him living there. Payne had replaced all of his wife's old clothes, replacing them with his own without Dart knowing. This event would prove to be the turn of fortune in the Dark household. That morning, Dart was waking up from another 24-hour drunken, gluttonous, hooker-filled jam session. As usual, Dark is the first one up in the morning. As he attempts to make it to the restroom before losing control of his bowels, he stumbles over one of Payne's bags and crashes into the floor of him and his wife's bedroom. The crash made a loud noise and knocked the hood off his head, leaving his face exposed for the first time in his wife's room since her passing. He has ignored this part of the house and attempts at preventing this very moment. He is in her room with no hood on his head, naked and exposed. He cries. He cries and he cries and he cries until his hands can no longer hold the tears. Even though the room is completely dark with pain bags everywhere, the memory of his wife reminds him of the sun. He cries. For the first time since the funeral, Dark was faced with light. Mr. Dark found a picture buried in the trash by Payne. He dug the picture of his wife out and gazed. He stared and he cried, cried and cried. He stares into the light of the sun, his light, his love, his world. She is the person who convinced him that he needed not hide behind the hood. She is the one who told him he sparkles like a precious gem, a diamond or something when the sun shines on his face and... He would say, you're my son, my face sparkles when I look at you, and they would smile together until the darkness disappeared and all the pain went away. We are the bright suns, he reminds himself, as he holds her picture close to his heart. We shine bright because we are the bright suns. That was our family slogan. He hadn't said it since she fell ill with cancer. He cries. Moments later, he came to himself and rounded all of the pain's belongings and put him out of the house for good, never to return. And what do you know? His three friends got up and left behind him. Mr. Brightson then removed all the curtains, blocking the sun, and swept his house clean. We shine bright because we are the Bright Suns. The End. Chapter 5, An Allegory of the Soul, The Horror House of Savage One stormy night, a little boy is awakened by screams filling his house. A loud knocking at the door startled him. He immediately got up out of his bed and ran to the door. It was a delivery. As the little boy slowly opened his door, he came face to face with a large gentleman holding a package. Hi, my name is Mr. Payne, the large man said, as he handed the package to the young boy. That is the only memory he has of that stormy night. He has a hard time remembering anything else these days. His life seems to be one small cage. He usually stays to himself. He has not had a friend to talk to in a long time, so he spends his time talking to the pictures on the wall. It may sound crazy to some, but to him, sometimes he could even hear the pictures talking back to him. Sometimes when he closes his eyes and listens hard enough, he can hear them scream. But he has become so used to it, he now calls them his friends. He even had a time and a date under their picture. Today is a special day 
for the man. He has been so busy preparing for his trip, he had forgotten about the visitor that was coming to see him today. Hours later, after completing his packing, his visitor arrived. He greeted the old man with a hug. How have you been, son? The old man said. The young man put his head down in shame, almost like a person waking up from a night's rest, and the curtains lets the sun in the room. I'm making it, Pop, all packed and ready for my trip. I mean, as ready as I can be, you know. Yeah, I hear you, Pop said, and tears filled his eyes. Don't cry for me, Pop. I've done some really bad things. I have seen some things that no man should ever see during my time as a soldier. I am your father. I love you for who you are, not what you have done. You're my son. Your mother and I, pain filled Pop's heart as he tried to continue before breaking down. We've always loved you, son. The young man buried his face in his hands, no longer able to fight back the tears. I miss her, Pop. I miss her so much. I just wasn't able to deal with the pain of her death. Losing her light made my world dark. She was my moon, Pop. I failed her. She would have never wanted to see me like this. His father placed his hand on his shoulder. Son, you have to free yourself from the chains that bind you to your past pain. Nothing you say or do can take back the things that happened in the past. All you can do now is make peace with yourself. You are my son. You just went down the wrong path. But that's what you did. That's not who you are. You're not what they say you are. You're not a monster. You are a savage, bright son, Junior, and I am still proud to be your father. Savage cried in his father's arm. This may be the first real tears he's shed in over ten years since his mom's funeral. That's enough, a loud voice said. It's time to go. Mr. Savage Brightson stands and watches his only son walk away for the last time, remembering his first steps and now watching him take his last. The End. Pillar 6 Ground Zero Locating Self Locating the Spirit Self When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Do you see black, white, Democrat, Republican, or any other social group you have pledged your allegiance to? Do you see past failures? Look at yourself and tell me, what do you see? The past pain, the broken hearts from the people who you love that has left you or hurt you? Where are you? God called out to his first child, Adam, man and woman, because he was hiding his nakedness. He looked in the mirror and he saw his human flaws and failures. The creator says, but who told you you were naked? You are the image and likeness of God. You are his child, his reflection, and his prized possession. This is the spirit self. You are not your body or your mind, soul, but you are gods and children of the Most High. When you look in the mirror, understand this truth. Dominate your industry and your thoughts. Be fruitful and multiply yourself by learning and teaching and change your world. Set order to both mind and your body. The God Kingdom Philosophy presents Spiritual Meditation by Mr. Cornell Gregory. My spirit is connected to God. 
My soul is connected to the universe. My body is connected to the earth. Ask your father. God. Spirit. Energy. Light. Wisdom. Love. Life. the creator of the heavens and earth for his language. He will give it to you. Use it during your meditation. It's his original language. Not taught by the hands of men. Only your spiritual father, God, can give you this language. He wants to give you dreams and visions. He wants to communicate with you directly. To the children of the creator, humanity, the God kingdom. I would like to ask a question. What would happen if when we pray, meditate, we not pray in the Hebrew tongue, the Arabic tongue, or the English tongue, language taught by humans, but when we pray, meditate as one, in the language of our spiritual father that no man can teach. The birds speak the language of the birds. The children of God must learn his language. What would happen if at three o'clock, six o'clock, 12 o'clock, all as one speaking our spirit Speaking to our spiritual father, the creator of all life, the creator of the sun and the moon. What will happen when the God kingdom wakes up and restore order to their promised land? When the children are one, nothing can stop them. Light must become one with vision visualize your true self through the eye of your soul I am a God spirit child and the image of the most high I am spirit energy I speak the language of the spirit I am love I am light I am wisdom I am one with the creator. I am fearless. I am mighty. I am master. I am the one. I am the seed of God. I am powerful. I am the likeness of God.
I am the light of the world. I am filled with light. I am one with light. I have the glow. I have the DNA of God. I have the Spirit of God flowing in me. I have all access to all the wealth of the universe and the earth as my inheritance. I have a soul. I have a body. This lesson has been brought to you by the God Kingdom philosophy, creator and master teacher, Mr. Cornell Gregory. To find out more, please visit Mr. Cornell Gregory Healthcoach.com. Until next time, have a peaceful journey.